Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello everyone, welcome to Cornerstone Conversations. It's Neil here, and with me I have Matt Koenig. Hello Neil. How's things? Great, going well. Good to hear. Yes. Now I heard you are highly offended on the weekend. Due um, my message, oh. apparently I didn't mention the worship team. Enough. No, you didn't mention the worship team. I believe you you talked about uh, youth. Yep. You talked about kids' church. Yep. Um, no mention of worship mission ministry, which, I mean, if we're honest, it's it's the most important. <laughs> the key. The key. <laughs> the ministry. key ministry. Yeah, I know that's what they think. Um, yeah, it's all right, Matt. Is it? It's not because I was neglecting you. I just didn't want to pick on you. I think I even said that in the message. Uh, I won't pick on oh, Matt. I missed that part. I was so greatly offended by so the fact that I was off missed out. I switched off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Never mind. You missed out on a powerful and amazing message. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been looking at uh, a couple of things this year. Turn around the theme for the year. Um, and then serving. Hmm. Uh, what's it like? We, we talked about being a worshipful servant um, and a few other things about service. I think your message had a little bit in it. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah, about the unity and mm. I guess that's the working together. And I guess that's what I wanted to really talk about a lot on the weekend, although it was done in, in the, uh, I guess, um, in the way that as people of God, we are all on the same team and we're serving together. Yep. But how often, if we're not in leadership, we can be a little bit demanding of leaders and expect them to do everything and continually pile weight upon them. Yeah. Rather than free them up, and you know, it's it's not like a like so I'd say in our church, I don't feel a great weight of people wanting me to do everything, but it can happen mm. um, where. Okay. We're serving someone else and we try to deny our own responsibility in it and our own, um, I guess, oblig- it's sort of like an obligation to Jesus, really, uh, that obligation to serve yep. because we're actually serving a king. And I started off talking about one of the uh, parables that Jesus said and it was about the workers in the vineyard the servants in the vineyard came in and then they still had to prepare the master's dinner before their own, even though they'd been out working hard. And, you know, there's so many challenging things in the Bible about how we serve him. But it was really, guys, what do you expect? Of course you've got to serve me first. Mm. Even after you've worked really hard, I'm I'm your boss, really. Yep. You belong to me, you're my servants. And... It wasn't so much that God doesn't reward servants, because he actually does. Those of us who serve him, there's an amazing great reward for that. But it was really attacking the uh, entitlement that we can sometimes have. That, yeah. You know, well, I'm doing this for you. Yeah. Um, where is he saying, well, what do you expect? Yeah. You've been brought into this kingdom. Um, of course you serve me. Um yeah, so the two stories I, I looked at was one in Exodus 17, verse 8 to 16, and the other one was in Acts chapter 6, 1 to 7. Yep. Uh, one was with Moses, and the other one was in the early church, and how there's a real need for support of leaders, but in that, um, the doing, yep. so, so that actually everything gets done and it's in order. So Exodus 17... Um, 
Don't know if we'll bother reading all of that. What do you reckon, Matt? No, let's just give a summary, I reckon. All right. Okay. So Israel's were being attacked. The Israelites were being attacked by the warriors of Amalek or the Amalekites. And so to win the war or the battle, Moses was told to go up on top of the hill, hold up his staff. And then down below, the warriors would fight the battle. Yep. As long as he held the staff up, they would win. Yep. Uh, when it dropped, they wouldn't. Two guys went with him, uh, her and Aaron. And they held up his arms because Moses got really tired, obviously, holding up a staff. I don't know if you ever mm. tried that or yeah, yeah, yeah. Boot, boot camps or something. I have um, actually at a, at a youth event once, mm. um, someone was preaching a message on this and, and actually got one of the kids to stand up the front with a broom right. and hold it up above their heads. And they lasted about five minutes before they, you know, Arms started shaking and back was cramping up, and yeah. you know it's yeah, you know it's a it's a it's actually a really hard thing to do. Yeah, hmm. yep. So they were next to him. They actually told him to sit down, and they yep. took his arms yep. and held them up. And yep. so, in the end, the Israelites won. The two things in that um, that I just wanted to uh, point out was that leadership sometimes have a, has a heavy weight. Hmm. All right. So Moses' job was not to fight the battle physically but he had to fight spiritually so a lot of the the uh the uh writings around this will say that moses was praying basically so they talk about it as a form of prayer and how yeah. important that is and that people beside him also praying as well mm. but at the same time there's a an army down the bottom fighting yeah. and we have to remember that those two things are really important leaders yeah. have to spend time in prayer and praying for the people um, for the victory, of course, we all pray. Uh, it's not as though uh, any of us is better than anyone else in that area, but mm. there's this responsibility that sometimes falls on leadership that we don't understand until we're leading. Yeah. Um, and it's easy enough to criticize a leader or, you know, uh, want them to do a certain thing, but at the same time, they can't do everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you mentioned something about that, the the point of the army being down there fighting. Yeah, yeah, I think there's you know that's a that's a really key thing. You know, there's there's two elements. There is that there is that prayer. There is that oversight. There is that leadership, which is sometimes separated from the physical battle. But mm -hmm. there's also the necessity to actually be active. Yeah. In in whatever the circumstance is, and and you know it's easy for us to. To sit back and like you were saying the other day you know notice things that need to be done and then go oh well neil you need to be doing this and you need to be doing this but you know there's you know there's one thing to be identifying stuff it's another thing to actually step into that and you know as the, as the body we need to be stepping into those things um you know and as well as that but protecting protecting the leaders like i love i love the fact that that moses had aaron and her yeah with him and and I think you even said on on Sunday you know he didn't he didn't ask for them to go but they they went with him as that as that support and so that's another really crucial part I think in mm. in being part of the body you know there's the there's those on the ground that are actually doing the action there's those that are, are leading and, and praying over it but are also in the action a different different type of action that maybe people don't see yep um, and then the, there are those that are around the leadership that are supporting that. And, you know, I think, you know, again, it, it points to the fact that we are part of a body, that we've all got different parts to play mm. 
Um, but if each part isn't actually doing the role and the function that it's it's needed to do, then the body's not going to operate the way that it's intended to. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Mm. So it's more about working together. And, you know, I, I sort of always think um, with any ministry, like at any time God could say, you're finished, uh, time for you to step down. And we have to make sure that we don't hold things over tightly in terms of, yeah, and certainly not, think of it as positional like mm. it it is a position but it's actually something that hopefully god has placed us in not something we've tried to grab yeah or take um, or anything like that and so i mean my, my role as pastor i always say you know like if it's just what god's asked me to do right now yeah tomorrow he might ask me not to mm. well i've got no business in that i'm his servant it's like it's not my decision it's it's when it's like the spirit of god pointing out Hey, you're finished. I want you to step down. He knows what's going on, the bigger purpose, and he'll have other, another role for me within the body. Yeah. And and again, it's not excusing uh, leaders from actually doing the practical stuff at all. You know, no. it's not like that. But it's understanding that everyone has a role. And um, yeah, we might read through Acts six one to seven, and then I'll talk a little bit more about that, just yep. in terms of how we can sometimes. Uh, add that weight to the belief, uh, to the leaders. Acts yep. 6, 1 to 7. But as the believers rapidly multiplied, there were rumblings of discontent. And this, this is one of the things, Matt, with any growth. Mm. You know? <laughs> there's rumblings of discontent. Yeah. There's inadvertent things that happen. And I think, um, firstly, we have to understand that inadvertently things get missed have you ever been so busy that you miss things in your role yes yeah yeah definitely you know there's especially when you're when you're in the thick of it too like i think we were talking about that earlier you know you can mm. be what'd you say in the you can be in the forest and no you can't see you the, can't see the forest through the trees yeah sort of thing you know you're so you're so involved in it that you're actually missing the bigger picture stuff yeah um and you know, we can we can allow our opinions and our perspectives and whatever to get in the way of that as well. You know, and so as you know, here we see in the in the in the new church that that they're rapidly multiplying. So, mm. you know, what was and what was comfortable is now changing yep. considerably, and so then that may go against what people want or what people think is the right thing, and so that. You yeah, know, that brings out that discontent. It does, yeah. and and we want our needs met. And I think this is one of the things that we're talking about in, in terms of what we do as a church. I, I I've said to you and others, I hate the term volunteer. Yeah, we're just not volunteers because no. volunteers sounds exactly like oh, I'm such a good person giving up my time to help you. Mm. Um, it's it's the goodness of me, whereas really we're conscripted into the army. Yeah, and. We're not our own boss. Like, no. we can think we are. And, and so it's not our goodness that, I mean, he wants us to do things with a cheerful heart. Don't get me wrong and all that. But we don't actually have the right to say, I am volunteering for you, God, as though we've got a choice. No. We're, I was actually thinking about that in terms of in terms of the fact that we call it a Sunday service. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> a, it's a service. Yeah. You, you're coming to, to serve. You're coming to be part of a service. Yeah. You're not coming, you know, it's not a Sunday volunteer. Yeah. You know, like it's not, 
You know what I mean? Like it's the what we come to do is actually called a service, which the the fundamental part of that is that we're coming to serve, to serve each other, to serve mm. as we gather together. Yeah, um, that's right. And so I think it's it's wrong to have that perspective if you're coming in just to, or you know, it's not called a Sunday receive us. <laughs> yeah. Although although you could get it like you know it's the Sunday service they're here to service me, serve me. Well, yes, yeah, but I, which um, which is which does happen though. Like that's the thing yeah. because if if the body's actually operating the way it's supposed to, then I'm serving you and you're serving me and we all serve each serve other. each other. Then the Lord, yeah, yep. absolutely, yeah, you're right, and yeah, you're exactly right. So yeah, the service we're all servicing, serving, yeah. serving. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and but it's really getting that mindset that it's not really my choice. And out of no. the goodness of my heart, I'm helping you poor people. It's like, you know what? You ought to be doing that. How is the kingdom of God going to grow if you're not involved? Mm. And we've talked about that. If not every every part is doing its part, the whole body suffers. And, yeah. you know, there's no excuse for slackness in the kingdom of God. Um, there's times, yes, of refreshing and and pulling back, but you know, in terms of what we're doing for the kingdom, there's not. It's not a choice. It's a. It's an ask of God mm. that we serve Him. Yep. Um, I don't know. Is that too harsh? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's harsh. It might, it might be challenging. Yeah. Um, but it's a good. It's a good reminder. Yeah. As well, just to be thinking about where we are in that space. Yeah. yeah. So here we are, discontent happening. The Greek speaking believers complained about the Hebrew speaking believers, saying that their widows were being discriminated against in the daily distribution of food. And it may well have been happening. All right. Yeah. So it wasn't like they were just ignoring something. So that that's all right, you know, and but this is about how they dealt with it. Yeah. So they didn't just ignore them, which isn't what we should be doing, uh, but listening and and they said, Well, we've got to do something about it. So the twelve called a meeting of all the believers. Again, it's everyone involved. They said, we apostles should spend our time teaching the word of God, not running a food program. And so, brothers, select seven men who are well-respected, full of the spirit and, and wisdom, and we will give them this responsibility. Then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the word. Everyone liked this idea. And they chose the following. Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas and Nicholas of Antioch, an earlier convert to the Jewish faith. These seven were presented to the apostles who prayed for them as they laid their hands on them. So God's message continued to spread. The number of believers greatly increased in Jerusalem and many of the Jewish priests were converted too. So it wasn't about, you know, we shouldn't be doing this, mm. but was understanding that it's a body. Yep. And, you know, one of the things um, like I, I, I talked about on Sunday is that quite often you get people come up to leaders of any area Maybe we should talk about worship ministry so you highlight Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. we should. So you feel yeah, important. maybe we should. Yeah. And you'll keep listening. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm back engaged now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so someone comes to Matt and says, oh, we should do a live broadcast. And someone else comes, oh, Matt, you should be, you know, making sure that this happens. And, uh, oh, Matt, we need more you know, towels to wipe us off after we've been singing and we we're so sweaty, whatever it might be. <laughs> but there's all these different things that can come and weigh on a leader and yep. take you away from your purpose, which is to organize and run the worship ministry. Mm. So 
it wasn't like they were saying, hey, guys, this isn't important. They were saying, you know what? God has called us to teach the word and pray. Yep. That's what he's asking us to do so that the word can spread and people become Christian. That's also important. Mm. Um, so that does need to be done, but we can't do it. No. And the truth is that every leader has, you know, a threshold of capacity. And and wouldn't it be much better if we had this attitude? Hey, Matt, I can see we need towels for the worship team. Do you mind if I help? There's an oversight here. <laughs> or a bottle of water for every worship team yep. member. You should be getting a bottle of water for everyone so that when they finish singing, they can have yeah. a drink. Yeah. Rather than it being like a, let me give you something else to carry, can yeah. it be, hey, Matt, how can I help? And there'll be areas where you like, actually, maybe you could do this. Or, you know, it might be even that they're saying, yeah, Matt, there's a gap here. What do you think about this idea? We yep. got together. Yeah, get together, fix it up. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know, Matt. Do you think that you've ever been one of the ones that puts weight on others? And have you ever felt that weight put on you? Um. I probably have been someone that puts the weight on others, mm. um, trying to, I guess, you know, it's that thing of not having to, to be responsible for stuff. Yeah. Um, I can't, I can't think of a, s- a specific example, but but I'm sure there have been times when I've thought, oh, you know, that's a really good idea. I should feed that back to someone and and yeah. let them deal with it. Yeah. Um, being on the on the other side, I've certainly had people come and say to me, I like what you're saying, you know, you're, the worship team should be doing this and we should be doing this and, mm. you know, oh, we, we need to do this, this and this and, and you know, it's like here I've identified something that would be really great or I've identified a problem, now deal with it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's right. you know, thankfully that, I mean, it, it doesn't happen overly often in, mm. in my ministry, which is, which is really cool and, and I've got a fantastic team and, I you know, I wanted to, at one point, I was going to take over your message. I want to get up and take over your message and talk about my worship ministry because it is a fully functioning body. You know, I've got yep. I've got people on team who just see things that need to be done, which maybe once upon a time I took that on as a responsibility myself. Yep. Um, you know, I think that's that's another part of it too, as as being in positions of leadership. Is sometimes we we grab hold of things, yeah. and we don't want to let it go. And we want to we want to do it, and it's yep. you know it's, it's mine, and, we and no better. one yeah that's right, and no one else can do it as good as I can do it. Yep. Um, but you know, so there's some of that letting letting people actually do stuff as well. Yep. Um, but you know, just the whole thing of people in the team recognize the the things that that just have to be done, the things that we're we're working on, and yeah, and and you know, logistics and whatever that go on behind the scenes in that, and people in the team. Just doing it, you know. Yeah. Recognizing that something needs to be done, and just getting in there and getting it done. Yeah. Um. And you know, that's just it, it's how the body should be. You know, it's yeah, how absolutely. it should work. That that as we see things that need to be done, we just get in there and we and we do it. You yeah. know, obviously, depend depends on what it is. You know, like if it's preaching the message or something like that. Like it's not just anyone that can get up there and. Yeah, for and sure. do it and all that kind of thing, but yeah, just I guess within the realms well, of your authority and responsibility. Yeah, and yeah, that's right, and that's even for for us, you know. Mm. Like if I see something that I think that needs doing, I'm not going to go and find someone else who's, 
you know, managing the Sunday service and go, you need to do that. If I see a bit of, you know, rubbish on the floor, it's like, oh, I better pick that up. I don't go and see someone to do it. Um, yeah. So that's something I can do. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't, even as a pastor, I would not go to your team mm. and direct them around. You know, it's not my role or my responsibility. Yeah. And it's allowing each member to do its part. Yeah. Um, and grow in what God's given you. And I think that's also important is when we decide, you know what, I'm just going to be faithful with whatever little things I'm doing. Mm. That's when God says, I will entrust you with much. And it's, yep. you know, we we can't, I don't know, we, we just can't expect anything. You know, we do it all out of love for him, but we can't mm. do anything with the wrong motive, which we've talked about. Um, as part of that worshipful servant, it's it's the right motive, and the motive is to serve one another and serve God and yep. grow His kingdom. Yeah. If we keep that in the front of our mind, then it stops being about, oh, that's their job, that's my job, that's mm. no, mm. it's our job. Yeah. You know, to do this, to do Sunday church excellently. Yeah. Um, to live out our lives during the week excellently. Mm. Um, and and take care for one another. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I think I like what you just said there too, that leaders can can hold on to things too tightly, like you just said, yeah. and I need to do that because you want the control. That's okay to, to establish how things are done, but, yeah. you know, it, actually it's quite evident in that story there that the apostles said, hey, guys, you work it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I think the, the, the thing to recognize too is that in, in that Acts reading, you know, the... The process of setting up these guys to to deal with this problem enabled them, enabled the apostles mm. to pray and to preach the word. Yeah, um, you know. So if if the body's again, if the body's not fully functional, what impact does that have on on the other parts of the mm. body that are then, you know, maybe they are fully functional for that part, but they're having to pick up the slack. Yeah. You know, and so how does that impact the the wider body? Yeah, um, that's right. You know, and I. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I'd like to yeah. think that you know I take my preaching seriously, and you know I want to make sure that I do my very best for the congregation and serve them and saying, "Hey guys, I hope this tra helps transform you into whatever Christ wants you to be." Yeah. And if I'm really, really busy doing lots of things that I shouldn't be doing, yeah, um, you'll get a very pathetic word on Sunday, mm. and that's not good for anyone. So no. we're not doing no, the best right. we can. Yeah, that's right. And so I mean, you see, you see the result of that at the end of that of that reading because you know they they presented the, the seven were presented to the apostles and they prayed for them, mm. and then it says and and so God's message continued to be spread. Yep. And the number of believers greatly increased. Yep. Because there was still the ability to to do the roles that they were called to do. Yeah. Um, because everyone was stepping into those gaps that that mm. needed and and fighting the battles that they need to fight. I think that's another mm. another thing. You know, like we can we can get wrapped up in things that are outside of our control or yeah. areas of responsibility, like we were talking about before, and and then that you know again that impacts. The ability to do what we're actually trying to do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, that's good. Um, yeah, so I guess the, the the thought for the week is really, you know, um, am I serving with this attitude of support? Yep. Or 
with the wrong motive because I want something. Mm. And, I mean, we all know that leaders can get criticised because someone else wants their position sometimes. Other times it's because they don't want any responsibility at all yep. and accountability by making a decision. Um, but if our motive's right before God, um, a leader will feel supported, but then in turn the leader will support you. Yep. Um, because it's, it's a together thing. It Again, is. And no one's better than anyone else. We're just called to different roles and responsibilities. Yep. Simple as that. And it's God's yep. business, not ours. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Great. No, it's good. So I guess Sunday we've got we've got a opportunity for people to mm. serve. We've yeah, got different ways they can serve and sign up. Yeah, um, we'll have a billion jobs. But a billion jobs. <laughs> well, a kajillion. A anyway, kajillion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, obviously we're just sort of throwing out a whole lot of things just so that people can think, you know. And, and some of them are like five minutes on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Some are more committed, and I think you know that is actually one of the other things I talked about on Sunday is that. This world needs good, godly Christian leaders, like mm. not just in the church, but in the world. Um, but also that I think it's important, like you, you just don't hear people say, when I grow up, I just want to be a pastor. I just yeah. want to be a missionary. I just want to be a teacher of the word of God. Um, but have that fire stoked in them to say, you know what? The mm. kingdom of God working in that area is a good desire to have. Yeah. Uh, for the right reason, of course. Um, but, you know, I just would love to see young people stirred up into these ministries throughout Australia and probably the world. There's a real shortage of people going into pastoral ministry. So there's, if yep. you want to look for jobs wanted, there's a lot of people that have not a pastor. Um, mm. Even in our city, there's churches that are always looking for a pastor and we're not that big. Yeah. And so what what is it that that is so important is that the word of God gets spread, that we have well-equipped people mm. that actually have a passion for ministry, you know, like yeah. not just like, Oh, I've got a passion for youth, but actually, you know what? I want to serve God by leading youth mm. Mm. and nothing will stop you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and just having that heart. So yeah, something else for people to pray about. Mm. Good challenge. Yeah. Thanks man. No worries. Thank you. See you later.